Welcome to Full Disclosure, a podcast to provide legal information and updates to individuals, businesses and business advisors in South Australia. This podcast is brought to you by Mellor Olson Lawyers, a full-service South Australian law firm. The information, opinions and advice in this podcast are for general information only. Today I'm joined by Mellor Olson partner Joanna Andrew. Joanna specialises in medical negligence and personal injury law. Welcome Joanna. Thank you Lucy. Jo, I brought you along today to discuss the idea of medical negligence and what making a medical negligence claim might involve. Thank you. Medical practitioners owe a high duty of care to their patients. This does not mean, however, that if something goes wrong, treatment or surgery, that the patient automatically has a negligence claim against the doctor. There are many reasons for adverse patient outcomes that have nothing to do with the doctor's competency. The majority of medical procedures come with some level of risk. It is only when a medical practitioner has acted negligently and this negligence has caused the injury that a claim against the doctor or hospital will succeed. Is it just doctors that you can bring in medical negligence claim against or are other health practitioners you know, vulnerable to this? Okay. Such claims can be made against doctors as well as other prof- health professionals such as dentists, nurses, midwives, chiropractors, physiotherapists, pharmacists and even organisations such as hospitals, both private and public. So what is the first stage in making a medical negligence claim? To make a successful negligence claim against a medical practitioner or health practitioner, it must first be shown that the practitioner failed to act with the due care and skill expected of someone with their qualifications and that this failure caused the injury. So what are some situations where medical negligence may occur? Negligence can arise in many situations. Some of the more common ones we see include failure to diagnose your injury or illness, failure to properly treat your injury or illness, failure to perform your surgery or treatment in an appropriate standard, failure to adequately monitor or intervene during childbirth, failure to warn, advise or provide other information to you about the risks, and failure to obtain your informed consent before the procedure is completed. Medical practitioners or health um, practitioners' negligence must have also caused the patients to suffer a loss. What is meant by having caused the patient to have suffered a loss? Sure. The type of losses that you're able to claim include pain and suffering, a loss of amenities, which is also um, enjoyment of life, a loss of expectation of life, disfigurement, mental harm, medical and treatment expenses, paid care and care provided by family members, future care needs, including holiday care needs, domestic assistance, housing modifications, or in some cases, a purpose-built home, loss of income and superannuation, both past and present, and the travel that you're required, both in and around the community, particularly with appointments. I would imagine it would be quite difficult to prove that medical negligence has occurred. Absolutely. Determining whether negligence has occurred is complex and requires specialist knowledge. Engaging a medical negligence lawyer is therefore a crucial um, element to this um, process. It's also important to be made aware of the strict time limits that apply in making a claim. So therefore, the earlier you do this and undertake this process, the better. So let's say the advice has been sought and you've brought about the claim in the appropriate time frame. What is the aim of the claim? What are you trying to achieve for the client? 
So the extent is to award the patient with the damages for medical negligence. The intent, the intent is to provide the injured person a sum of money to put them in the same position or as best as possible, the position that they would have been had the injury not occurred. And how does that get calculated? The amount is calculated by allocating a dollar amount to the relevant categories of damages that I've just listed above. And is this done through the court system? There are two ways of resolving a medical negligence claim, um, either by out-of-court settlement or mediation, and this involves both your lawyer and generally the insurance company's lawyer or the doctor's lawyer, um, or through a court trial. Joanna, do you have any final advice to offer listeners that might be contemplating or sitting there thinking, oh, I probably have a medical negligence claim here? Yes, regardless of which method is used, the compensation awarded is a lump sum that represents full and final settlement of the claim and permanently discharges the respondent, which is either the health practitioner, medical doctor or hospital, um, any of its further obligations. The applicant, which is the patient, only therefore has one chance at settling their claim and therefore seeking specialist legal advice is essential. I want to thank you very much for your time today, Joanna. Thank you, Lizzie. Mellor Olson actually offers a free, no obligation appointment for all medical negligence matters where an initial assessment of the claim is made and the options are discussed. The information in this podcast is general in nature for podcast terms and conditions. For more information on Joanna, personal injury law and medical negligence or Mellor Olson lawyers, visit molawyers.com.au.